3: Clark Kent, continuing to relate the story of his strangest experience as Superman, tells how the amused skepticism of Jim Olson led the Man of Steel into adventures in space.
2: Hello there, gang. This is your pal, Dan McCullough. Say, here's a bit of good advice. How about making it a point to hang around when Mom is making out her grocery list so that you can be sure that she remembers to put down some Kellogg's Pep. Sure, you like to eat lots of this sunny, golden toasted cereal, and you want to collect more of those comic buttons in the new series that Pep is putting out. Mm Mm-mm, they're honeys, aren't they? The colors are so bright and clear, they look mighty smart pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap, and the pictures of your funny paper characters are sure true to life. Why, Spud and, and Cindy and the little moose and Superman look so real they could talk. And don't forget how easy it is to collect all 18 pep comic buttons in this new series. You don't have to send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But every time that Mom opens a new package of Kellogg's Pep, there's your comic button inside. And Mom's always tickled to see you eat lots of pep, too, because it gives you extra amounts of an energy vitamin, B1, plus the sunshine vitamin, vitamin D. Not to mention the fact that you like pep for its catchy sunshine flavor. Yes, sir, Pep's the prize when it comes to crisp, fresh, flavory eating at breakfast. So ask Mom to get P.E.P., the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep.
3: And now, the adventures of Superman.
0: Assigned by my editor, Perry White, to do a special feature on what, in my opinion, was Superman's strangest and most unusual adventure, I, as Clark Kent, recalled a story that began one day shortly after dusk when I and all the other members of the Daily Planet editorial staff were out. At that time, as I learned later, a tall, middle-aged man wearing shorts and sandals was ushered into my office, where he found Jimmy Olsen alone. Calling himself Anthar, the man said he had come from another planet, a place called Utopia, in search of Superman. But Jimmy, believing he was the victim of a practical joke, scoffed at the man, who then offered to make a test to prove he was speaking the truth.
4: Please take hold of my arm, young man, and lift me up.
1: Lift you up?
4: Exactly. Simply grasp my arm and lift as you would if you were holding a
1: stick. I still think this is a gag. But if you insist, here goes.
0: Warily approaching the stranger, Jim grasped him firmly by the arm and lifted. And to his shocked amazement, he found himself holding the 163-pound man aloft... With as little effort as it would require for me as Superman to lift a chair.
1: What, holy mackerel! I, I am lifting you up, like, like a feather.
4: Of course you are. Now move me about, up and down, and from side to side. That's it. Do not be afraid. I,
1: I can't believe it. You're a full-grown man. I better put you down. I'm shaking all over.
4: Just set me in that chair, please, to which I can hold. All right. You see, I have not yet adjusted myself to the different gravity of your planet.
1: Give me that again.
4: The pull of specific gravity on my own planet, Utopia, is much stronger than yours on Earth, you see. Oh. Forgive me while I swallow two of these beans. They affect the necessary adjustment of my body to Earth's gravity.
1: The the beans do that?
4: Yes. They are specific gravity beans, especially prepared by our Utopian scientists for the adjustment of our people to the gravity of your planet. There.
1: Look, uh, how long do you have to eat those uh, specific gravity beans before you're adjusted?
4: About 6,000 laps revolutions. Huh? On Utopia, we measure time differently than you do here, since our planet is smaller and revolves around the sun at a slower rate of speed than does Earth. 6,000 laps revolutions is equal to about one of your hours.
1: Oh. Well, look, Anthar. Great
4: uh... space. I have forgotten how time is fleeting. I have already been on Earth for 2,000 laps revolutions, and I must depart in just 4,000 more.
1: 6,000 in an hour. That means you have to leave in 40 minutes, huh?
4: Yes, indeed. Why? Else we must wait another full cycle of the solar period, and that would be most dangerous for us. Us? Yes, Poco and I. We must...
1: Who's Poco?
4: My companion. Now... Please, friend James. You mean
1: there's another guy from Utopia here?
4: Yes. I will explain later if there is time. Now, friend James, that I have convinced you I am from Utopia. Will you please summon Superman?
1: Now, look, Anthar, I admit you had me buffaloed for a minute there when I lifted you up. I don't know how you did the trick, but I certainly... Trick?
4: You still think, then, that I seek to trick you?
1: Well, gee whiz, all this stuff about a a planet named Utopia and gravity beams and lapse revolutions... I speak
4: the truth. I have told you that your world is in terrible danger, and yet you dare to waste the precious fleeting strokes of time doubting me.
1: Well, well, golly. Do you
4: dare to accept the responsibility for making a decision of choosing to do nothing while the means for the enslavement of your world are being prepared? The
1: enslavement of the whole world?
4: Exactly. And unless you heed me now, that enslavement is not far off.
1: Ah, now, quit your kidding. Hitler had ideas like that, and where to get him?
4: Compared to Zaram, my young friend, Hitler was only a blustering madman.
1: Compared to whom? Zaram,
4: a cruel and vicious one who has risen to great power as regent of Utopia by playing upon the panic of our people. And again I warn you that unless you heed me, Zaram will be regent of your entire world before long.
1: <laughs> Excuse me for laughing, but that's really funny. And
4: still you mock me, foolish friend. What must I do to convince you? That Zaram must and will take over your planet before the cycle of this year has run out.
1: Tell me why Zaram has to attack and take us over before the end of the year.
4: Because at the end of this cycle year, there will be no more planet Utopia.
1: What?
4: Yes. For the last 700 years, at approximately each turn of a century, a fragment of Utopia has been ripped away into space. And from a planet once almost half the size of Earth, we have been reduced to a territory... Not much larger than your own state of Vermont.
1: Gee whiz. You must find it kind of crowded.
4: Indeed we do. And what is much more serious is that another disaster, and our final one, is due to occur within a day or two of the 25th of next month. At that time, our scientists assure us the last remaining fragment of Utopia will be torn from its orbit and shattered to pieces in space. Uh-oh. And so counseled our people to invade and conquer the Earth.
1: Oh, I get it. So you came here to get Superman to stop him, huh?
4: Yes. And knowing this now, won't you please summon Superman before it is too late?
1: Gee whiz, Anthar, I don't know how to get him honest. Sometimes when we need him badly, well, there he is. But I don't know where he comes from or where he goes. Then where can we find Mr.
4: White or Mr. Kent or Miss Lane? Miss
1: Lane is away, and Mr. White and Mr. Kent are in an important conference. They can't be disturbed. They
4: must be disturbed. This is a matter of the security of the whole world. Oh, look,
1: Anther, I like you. I think maybe you're a little balmy, but... Balmy? Well, the point is, Mr. White and Mr. Kent would laugh at you if you told them the belong... I mean, the story you just told me. They
4: would laugh?
1: Oh, sure. Who wouldn't?
4: I see. And there is only one thing left to do. Convince you beyond the shadow of a doubt, so that you in time can convince them.
1: How are you going to do that?
4: I will take you back with me to Utopia.
1: Take me back to now, look, Anthar.
4: Yes, I see. That is the only thing to do. Now, if you are willing to undergo the risks for the sake of your world...
1: just a minute. Will I answer the phone? Hello, Holton speaking. Hello, Jim. This is Clark Kent. How are you getting along? Oh, oh, fine, Mr. Kent. Just Andy. But that is Mr. Kent. Perhaps if you allow oh? me to speak to No, no, to that won't do any good, Andy. What would you say, Jim? Oh, I, I was speaking to Anthar, Mr. Kent. Oh. To whom? A guy named Anthar. He's Anthar? A, well, a kind of magician who stopped in and... No, A please. magician? Uh, yeah, and, and can he do a swell trick? Oh, Jim! To, uh, let me lift him up in the air as if he were a feather. Not and... the raving,
0: Jim. I only have a
1: minute. I'm not I'll... raving, honest. You want to see this guy? All right. And hear him. What? Can he tell him?
0: Tell him. Oh, well, that's fine. But look, the chief and I are going to be tied up with Inspector Henderson for a while yet, so
1: you've like got to go on home. Okay. Uh, unless I go to Utopia first. All right. Well, go. Where? <laughs> Utopia. That's another planet. And Anthar wants me to have a look at it so I can tell you and Mr. White and Superman about it. Oh,
0: I wish you'd grow up, Jim. I told you I only had a minute and you sit there kidding.
1: Well, I'm not kidding. No, I know,
0: I know, I know. All right, you're knitting. Go on home. I'll see you tomorrow.
1: Good night. Good night, Mr. Kent. Okay, Anthar. I'm ready to go to Utopia with you now.
4: Splendid. Let us go, my friend. <laughs>
1: Still skeptical, but sufficiently
0: amused to want to play along with what he considered a practical joke, Jim Olson accepted Anthar's offer to take him to the planet Utopia.
3: What will happen now? Is Jim Olson really committing himself to be hurtled through space toward a strange and unknown planet? We'll know more in a moment when we return to the suspenseful climax of today's episode. So stand by! <laughs>
2: You know, gang, there's never a dull moment when you're collecting comic buttons in that nifty new series from Packages of Kellogg's Pet. For one thing, there are all kinds of comic strip characters. You know, I sort of counted them up, and here's what I found out. There are four women, you know, like Tess Trueheart and Cindy, nine men like uh, Vitamin Flintheart and Superman, and five young fellows and girls like uh, Judy and Corky. That's pretty good total, isn't it? Eighteen different comic strip characters. Boy, is it a thrill to get a new button every time Mom opens a new package of Pep. And if it's a duplicate, why, that's even more fun because then you can trade with your pals. So get busy on your collection of Pep comic buttons. Just ask Mom to get you a package or two of Kellogg's Pep. Now, you don't have to send in any money, not even a box top. And you can't buy these comic buttons anywhere. But you'll find one in every package of Kellogg's Pep you open. And you'll find yourself in for some doggone good eating at breakfast, too, believe me. Why, Pep is called the Sunshine Cereal. It's loaded with that catchy sunshine flavor that keeps your spoon digging in again and again for more. These toasted whole wheat flakes are always crisp, too. Fresh as can be. So, gang, remind Mom to get you some P, E, P. The Sunshine Cereal, Kellogg's Pep.
3: Now, back to Clark Kent's story of Superman's most unusual
0: adventure. Jokingly agreeing to accompany Anthar on a trip back to Utopia, Jim Olson played along with what he thinks is a huge practical joke. But
4: Anthar, his
0: face grimly serious, admonishes him.
4: Before we leave, friend James, I must warn you that if we are discovered on Utopia by Zaram, you may never return to Earth.
1: Oh, boy, this gets better and better. How do we go? By a rocket ship?
4: I have a space shell which Poco guards now upon the roof of this very building. Oh,
1: swell. Then all we have to do is go up to the roof and...
4: Yes, but we must leave at once, please. You see, there is only a certain lapse revolution during each six of your hours in which we can travel between Earth and Utopia. A moment too soon or too late, and we will miss our destination and be lost forever in eternal space.
1: Okay, I'll take that chance. This way, Anthar. Let's go. (laughs)
0: Still chuckling and thinking only of what an amusing feature story he will write about this funny experience, Jim Olson led the strange man called Anthar to the stairway that goes up to the roof of the Daily Planet building. But Jim was in for the surprise of his life and many more exciting experiences than he bargained for.
3: Clark Kent isn't fooling when he says that Jim Olson let himself in for some amazing experiences. So don't fail to be with us again tomorrow. When Kent continues his story of Superman's strange adventure on the Lost Planet. Yes, be sure to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Path. For excitement, the adventures of Superman.
2: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, answer me this. What does Snap, Crackle, and Pop stand for? That's right, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Those golden bubbles of oven-popped rice that snap, crackle, and pop in milk. They're so crisp, they fairly sing. Now, you've probably heard him at breakfast time, and you've seen those famous little elves snap, crackle, and pop in cartoons and on the Rice Krispies package. So tomorrow morning, ask Mom for the cereal that's fun to listen to and fun to eat. The one and only snap, crackle, and pop cereal, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.